Thank you, Morgan. I <clears throat> didn't know if I was going to make it back there for a minute. Um, I really appreciate that. That's very kind. And yeah, you're right. I put a lot of time in. I really do. <laughs> no, it does. Um, not going to try to be like, yeah, you know, you know, I put a couple minutes. No, I put. I do put my time in. Uh, not because I feel like, well, I got a job to do, so I got to put some time in. No, I love worship. Absolutely love worship. And I told Morgan a couple months back, I said, I feel like we're supposed to teach on reading our Bibles, which we did a couple weeks ago, prayer and worship, because not that we're doing a terrible job here, but we can always do better. Do you, do you agree with me? Can we always grow in those areas? Uh, but I do think it was lacking a little bit. Um, I believe in Jesus' name it's getting better for all of us that we're uh, learning to get into our Bibles more. We're learning to pray. And tonight we're going to talk about worship. So we're going to learn to um, how to worship and what worship looks like. So Morgan, thank you so much again. I really appreciate that. I didn't know she was going to say that. I was like, well, I might need to grab a tissue for a second. But uh, um, we're going to do a little bit of singing tonight. We already did, but we're going to do a little bit more singing. Um, at the end, I'm going to invite you all up to do some singing. Uh, every, we're going to pass the mic around in a circle, and we want everyone to uh, prophesy through song. Okay? Is that cool? All the singers are like, okay, I got this. Everybody else is like, uh, what? <laughs> okay. Let's get started. We're talking about worship tonight. I'm going to jump right into it because I want to I make sure we have some time at the end. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to spend a little bit of time talking up here. This title of this message to, uh, tonight is Made to Worship, because we are made to worship. That's, that's the reason that we were made. That's the reason that God created us, is to worship. Worship doesn't mean, bow down to me, peasants. Worship is relationship. And that's all that God wanted with us, is to have a relationship with us. He wasn't sitting up in heaven like, man, I'm so lonely, so boring. No, he loves us so much. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make some people. I'm going to have a relationship with him. And he did. And here we are. That's why we've been put on this planet. Some people are like, I don't know my purpose. There's one right there. We were created for worship. We were created to worship. Not to just stand and be like this at all hours of the day. But everything you do in your life is can, can reflect worship towards God. The way you treat people. The way when your mom says, clean up your trashy room, you pig. And you say, yes, mother, I would love to. All these things that we do out of a good heart and a good attitude are worship towards God. Worship is not just exactly what we did. That is a form of worship. That's just one form out of the, out of the many. Uh, we, you know, we've, we set this series up because reading your Bible, when you get to know your Bible better, you're getting to know our God better. So that's worship. When you pray, when you're laying out that plan of God, when you're moving that plan of God forward, like Morgan talked talk, uh, about uh, last week, that's worship. And when we come together and do this, this is worship tonight. And we'll jump right into it. You ask yourself, why should I worship? You asking that yourself that in your head right now? Okay, I'm going to tell you if you were curious. All right, point number one. Why should I worship? He is worthy. Does anybody agree with me that he is worthy? Let's not, let's not let it be so quiet that we can hear the mustache hairs of a middle school boy grow tonight, okay? <laughs> Offended. They're like, I'm done. Call my mom. Mom, come pick me up. <laughs> I can hear him. Do you guys hear that? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We worship because God is worthy. First and foremost, that is the reason. Every single one of us have countless things on how we can be thankful 
on how he is worthy, all of the things that he's done for us, all the times God's got you out of a tight spot. When you broke up with that boy or girl and God healed your heart and he said, you know, I told you not to do that, but you did and I love you anyways. I'm going to heal you. God is worthy of us to be thankful towards him for us to give us to give him our praise. Do you agree? Okay. And we're going to shout down tonight, right? We're going to respond. You can say, hey, that slaps. You can say, preach it, boomer, whatever you want. I'm not a boomer, but I know that your, your generation looks to us as boomers. <laughs> but actually, that's for, uh, 30, 40 years um, older than me, my mom and dad. <laughs> I've seen that lately. I'm like, boomer? Like, Come on. That's not even me. Technically, I'm millennial. But, hey, best generation ever. Just saying it because it's my generation. It's been said. It has been said. But we worship because he is worthy. Let's look at Psalm 145.3. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He says he's most worthy. No one can measure his greatness. We can try. We can make a, a mental checklist. We can write things down. Lord, I remember when you did this for me and this and this and this. But we can never write all the good things down that he's done for us because there are so many. Do you agree with me? You know, things that we can be thankful for. He created all this stuff on the, on, that we enjoy on the earth. He's worthy for that. There's been times when I needed my heart healed, when I needed my mind healed. He's worthy because he's healed those things for me. He has given me purpose. He is worthy. He's taken me, and I mean this, far beyond at age 31 than I ever thought I would be. Didn't think I'd be doing this. Didn't think I'd, I mean, I figured I'd be married. Didn't know if I had kids. Did not think I would be here doing this right now. I would never have guessed it. And I mean that, like, I, have, I thought I had a plan. Oh, I might be a police officer. That's cool. Actually, in another life, I probably would be. I like that kind of stuff. Oh, I might be in the military still. I do like that stuff. But I never thought I'd be here. And I'm very thankful that I am. And I'm excited about it. I love it. He's worthy. He's given me a church family. I didn't have that. Like a lot of people growing up, we visited churches, went to a bunch of different places. Hey, this place is great. My dad's like, well, I shouldn't. I love my dad so much. But We'd go to a place and be like, no, we're not going there anymore. We're not going there anymore. I got ripped out of a lot of places, but I'm here now. Been here for 10, 10 years, I think, 10, and I love it. He is worthy. Um, God's blessed me with my beautiful wife, Chica Linda, in the back, running uh, the visual stuff for us, and she does an awesome job. He's blessed me with my wife and children. I am just crazy about them. I love them. He's so worthy of our worship. Do you agree? All right, so do me a favor. I want everybody to breathe in. Hold it. Okay, breathe out. Do it again. Yeah, okay, breathe out. That's good. Someone needs to floss. I can. Is that you? Have you been flossing? No, not, not flossing, but you know, flossing machine. Okay, that's your favorite dance, isn't it? So listen, let's check, let's check out this verse. It says in Psalm 156, it says, let everything that breathes, that's you all, let everything that bring, breathes sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's you all. If you have breath in your lungs, you can praise the Lord because he is worthy. Do you agree? I smoke Qdoba or something when you're all breathing out. Some like refried beans or something. Who did it? <laughs> okay. Hey, let's move on to this next one. Why should I worship? Worship focuses your attention on the right things. 
how many can agree there's a lot of things in our life that are grabbing for our attention? I mean, too many to count. Social media, Fortnite, makeup, awesome shoes. I like shoes. Well, I, I'm beginning to like shoes even more. I, uh, my brother's really into them, and he kind of got me into them. But so many things that are grabbing for our attention all the time. A lot of times it's the wrong things wanting our attention. Gossip, strife, envy, jealousy. You know, things that happen when you put a whole bunch of different people in the same room. <laughs> I hate all those things so much. I hate them. But those things want our attention sometimes, right? Yep. But we're talking about when you worship, you focus your attention on the right things. And can we agree that Jesus is the right thing? Come on, let's look at Hebrews 12, 2 out of the NLT. It says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. That's exactly what we're talking about. Worship focuses your attention on the right things. We, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne. Bam. Bam. Listen. Talking about focusing our attention on the right things. Jesus, the only perfect person without sin, never did a single wrong thing in his life, Bible says, did everything perfect, got mocked, got beaten, took the punishment that you deserve, that I deserved for us because he loves us, but can you put that scripture back up? It says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. He says, because of the joy awaiting him. So can we agree that he was focusing on the right things? To be able to go through that, like, we, we lose our, you know what, if, if so, one of our friends talks bad about us at school, right? Oh, my gosh, my, oh, my life is ruined. I just, this is terrible. Oh, it's so bad. Have you had anybody try to kill you? Have, maybe you've been mocked. Have you been beaten? Have you been, has your body been torn apart? He was focused on the right thing. And that right thing, he was focused on us. He said, I have to do this for them because I love them. So since he was focused on the right thing, he got through it. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but he got through it. You know, I think, I really think a sign of maturity is when all hell breaks out in your life. But, you know, and, and it's tough, and it's no fun, and it's like, look, dude, I know you're saying that, but you don't know what I've been through. You're like, well, I've been through some stuff, too. I have. And I know when times come and they're really tough, I mean, I know it's not easy sometimes to get on the other side. But if you make that, I'm talking about maturity. A sign of maturity is when you're going through that stuff. But you make that big boy, big girl decision uh, to worship. Because worshiping focuses our attention on the right thing. Do you agree with me? We just do like Jesus did. He's the perfect example. If we wanted a better example, sorry, you can't find one. He's, he's as good as it gets. Jesus is the answer for every single situation. Let's look at point number three on why should I worship? Worship cultivates a relationship with God. How do you grow a relationship? Hey, man, you're my best bud. I'll see you in like five years. You think a relationship really builds with no contact? Come on, isn't that how we... 
build relationships is by spending time with each other. Send somebody a text. Hey, I was thinking about you. Love you. Uh, I hope everything's going great in your life. That's building a relationship right there. So worship, when we worship, it cultivates that relationship with God. Let's look at James 4.8 out of the NLT. It says, come close to God and God will come close to you. So who has to move first? Say it again. Us and we do. Yes, we do. And us. Come close to God. That's us taking that first step. We do. <laughs> and God will come close to you. We're not going to read the rest of the part. It's, uh, it's scripturally, it's good, but we don't need to read that. <laughs> so worship cultivates a relationship with God. Being close to God cultivates that. But we have to take the first step. Not just sitting there like, God, where you been? Hey, I don't know if you know it. Life kind of sucks right now. Where you been? He's thinking like, hey, man, hey, girl, <laughs> never left. Hey, I've been here the whole time. I've just been waiting for you to come close to me because I already know I did my part, but I'm just waiting for you to come close to me. If you feel distant from God, he didn't move. He never moved. We moved. You moved. You decided to bring your attention, your focus off the right things and put them on the wrong things. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, why don't I feel like I haven't heard from God in forever? You moved. Hey, if you did, let's make the correction right now. Just, you know, you can say it in your, say it in your heart that, hey, Lord, I'm going to draw close to you because you said if I do, you'll meet me. And how many know our God does not lie? Do you believe that? He doesn't lie. His word is good always. So we talked about why should we worship. I want to talk about how to worship because a lot of people are like, you know, Morgan and I have talked about, like, when we read our Bibles, how we read our Bibles. When we pray, how we pray. Because it's like, yeah, it's easy to say, read your Bibles, pray, worship. But I get it when you say, like, yeah, but, like, how exactly? Like, I've had to ask. Um, worship has always been a little bit easier for me. Like, I know if I close, I don't have to close my eyes. I'm getting his presence like that. I just know how to do it. It's, and it just comes from just doing it over and over and over again. And you don't have to do it for years and years. If, if you desire that, God will give you the desires of your heart. He wants to meet you. If he, he said, if you draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. So, um, so how to worship. I'm just going to tell you what I do. Is that cool? It's very, very practical. And, and I, I bet some of you already do some of these things. I, I'm, I'm sure of it. So first of all, it's always different for me. I don't have one way that I worship God. There's multiple ways. And I, and I personally think it should be like that because you're not always doing the same thing all the time. You wake up in the morning, you're doing your routine in the morning, you go to work, you're at work, you have a lunch break, or you're at school and you have a lunch break and you might have a, a period, uh, like a study hall type thing, and you come home and you have, so your, your whole day is different, right? So it's always different for me. Sometimes uh, I'll just grab my guitar, turn on a YouTube video of a favorite worship song, and play. And I love doing that because then I have a whole worship team backing me up in case I sound bad. So, and then you have the congregation on the TV worshiping with you. So, no, it, it's, I like doing that because it's just uh, you jump in right with a full band. Uh, sometimes I'm on the very tip top of a 32-foot ladder way up in the air, like way up in the air where as soon as every time I go up, I say, <laughs> uh, angels keep me safe every single time. I remember, I think... Noah and Isaac worked with me, and I, I tell them every time I climb a ladder, I get to the top and say, angels keep me safe. But uh, I'll be on the top of a, a ladder. It's like you have to like, get binoculars out to see me up there, and I'll just be worshiping up there. Sometimes I get headphones in. Sometimes I don't. I make sure the people who live at the house can't hear me because I, I sound kind of wild sometimes. 
I don't get wild, too, too wild at least. But um, uh, I remember, <laughs> this is kind of funny, uh, speaking of how I worship, I was in Iraq as a gunner on a Humvee. It's just a military truck, and I had a big old uh, three machine guns up there. It's pretty cool. And so we had this headset, and it went over the top, and it's kind of like what you see the guys that were, uh, play piano wear. It had a little microphone that came down here, and you could put it on mute. But I didn't have it on mute. Um, and I had one head, one earbud in because I wanted to hear, you know, if anybody was trying to kill me, I want to be able to hear that. Um, and we're driving down the road, and I, for like 10 minutes, I was like, just like driving, we're like driving through cities, I'm launching flares up so I can see what's going on. And my staff sergeant, we were usually real quiet. We'd, we would drive for hours, four to 13 hours. Never any shorter, never any longer, but driving. Can you imagine doing a road trip every other day? It's like, hey, let's drive to Nashville. Uh, let's drive even far, no, even farther than that. So driving far distances all the time. I'm sitting up there making this noise, and my staff sergeant says, Bach, you sound like a dying dog up there. And I was like, I had no clue they could hear me. I was like, oh, flipped, it, flipped my little mic off. I was like, darn it. Man, I didn't want them to hear me. So sound like said I sound like a dying dog, but that's whatever. Um, in the mornings when I'm driving to work, I worship in my truck or my, my work van. I love doing it. Uh, I put headphones in. Someone's like, that's really dangerous to drive with headphones in. Okay, well, um, I worship early in the morning. This is my favorite. This is my absolute favorite. Um, when, I, when I wake up in the morning, it's like Christmas morning. It's like so quiet. It's like, it's like anticipation. And I've, I've developed that because I used to get up and just be like, Why do I have to go to work? But I've developed it, and I've spent time, and I've put different, many, many different days in doing this. So I wake up, wake up, and uh, turn my alarm for like 30 times, and then I finally get up, and then I get, go sit on the couch, turn my light on, got my coffee. Oh, that's that's a, I mean, that's a good combo. If you, Justin, you know what I'm talking about. If you drink coffee and you get your Bible out, and so I spend time worshiping right there, and it's really quiet in the house because my family likes to sleep, and. Uh, so, which is nice because I get to wake up as, whenever I want to. I don't have to worry about nothing. So I love that. I get my Bible out. Um, okay, there is, I wrote this down. I want to remember this. There is a worship playlist of just instrumentals that Pastor Jordan sent me, and it is awesome. It's called Soaking in His Presence. <laughs> it's kind of a funny name. I, was just, I thought it was kind of funny. But listen, I, I actually want you all to write this down because this helps me a lot. I'll turn this on when I wake up in the morning, like while I'm making breakfast. It's literally just exactly what Steve's doing right now on this um, little thing he's got. It's instrumental worship, and I love it so much. It's called Soaking in His Presence, Volume 4. And if you want a really good song, it's my favorite called Open Heavens. Oh, you like number two? Do you know that? Yes. Okay, so she says song number two. I like... Uh, open heavens. I think it's the, one of the last ones. But Pastor Jordan sent me that, and there was a there was a volume three before that. I listened to that. There's like one that's like three hours long, literally. I've never got through it because it's just like a long time. But volume four is out, so I just recommend it. When you if if you're a person that likes to have something like this, I don't usually turn something on that has lyrics because I want to start singing along, and I want to start humming them. God said, "Go into all the world." No, I don't. I tried to just do instrumental because that helps me stay focused. But you might be a person who's like, hey, I want complete silence. Listen, do what works for you. Absolutely do what works for you. Okay, um, let's see. Yeah, so that's, that's my favorite place. I absolutely love that in the morning. Uh, I look forward to that all the time. And, you know, worship on this platform, 
we've, and, and summer camp, and any other place we've been where there's been really good worship, um, that's, it all, it's always really great, but my most favorite times when there's nobody around, and me and my guitar, me driving, with music on or without music on, and just singing. I absolutely love that. Worship here is awesome, but I'm, when I'm here, I'm more leading, and when I'm uh, in another place doing it, I just feel like I'm able to connect more to God, because I have to be concerned about, hey, like, what am I doing? Uh, is my fly unzipped? Uh, is my shirt tucked in? You know, you know I don't want to look like an idiot, so <laughs> no, I'm worshiping God, I promise, but, but I love that time at home, just love it, so that, this is how I worship. Okay, how to worship. Here's point number two. Sing out a new song. Yeah, look at Ephesians 5.19. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. So the Bible says that we can sing out in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. It didn't say Amzie could or Emily or someone on the worship team. Everybody can. Like, if you know him, you can sing out psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You can do it. All of us have the ability to do it, regardless if you can sing or not. So, like, sometimes, for example, singing out in psalms and uh, hymns and spiritual songs. Listen to this. Um, let's just take this for example. First Chronicles 29, 11. This is what it would be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, sometimes I'll take a scripture. Oh, if I read a scripture, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that blesses me. Listen. Yours, O oh Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours. O oh Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. That's how you sing a scripture out. I do it all the time. I'll be, especially in Psalms. It's super easy to do it with scriptures and Psalms because it's a giant, uh, it's a giant worship service in Psalms. <laughs> you can do that. You can pick a scripture that really ministers to you, memorize the verse, and then just when you're doing whatever you're doing throughout the day, sing it. Sing it out. Whether you can sing or not. Listen to a spiritual song. It says we can sing, sing out uh, uh, spiritual songs among yourself. A spiritual song, the best way that I can describe it, is a song that's kind of like never been sung before. It's not written down. The scripture we just read, that's written down. But a spiritual song is one that the Holy Spirit helps you write. And I've noticed, uh, noticed in my life, whenever those times come, it's when, it, it's, it's when a something needs to be sung out. Not just like, oh, Lord, I love you. You're so wonderful. You're so great. Yeah, that's, that's good. But I feel like uh, a spiritual song uh, is something that's really going to help us collectively or you individually move forward in your life. Yeah, we know God's good. We know he's for us. Those are things we know. But there's sometimes we need specific answers. And I feel like the Holy Spirit will give he gives me, I know he gives me, but he can give you spiritual songs to sing out for whatever season you're in, whatever season you're in. Let me give you an example. We were at summer camp. Dr. Jacobs was preaching on uh, revival, and I think it was uh, his, how he worded it was, this is how you know you need revival. And I'm just sitting there listening to him, had no um, desire to sing at the moment. I didn't start singing, but he said, uh, you know, he, he had a list of this is um, how you know you need revival. And he says, hunger. And I, as soon as he said that, I just thought, we are hungry for you. So, okay. And I was like, oh, cool. So I wrote that down. This is at summer camp. We're about to go back up and worship again. I'm like, okay. And then he said, expectation. And I said, we expect you to move. 
okay, okay, awesome. Where am I getting this song from? I, I don't even feel like singing right now. And all of a sudden, uh, he says, be willing to explore new ways to get close to God. And I wrote down, we're willing to explore how we can know you more. He said, be learning to obey. I wrote down, we're learning to obey. He says, be willing to change. Lord, we want to change. And then I wrote down, you lead. So it goes, we are hungry for you. We expect you to move. We are willing to explore how we can know you more. We're learning to obey. Lord, we want to change. You lead the way. Revival's here to stay. And I had no clue that I was going to write that down. I was like, cool, like where'd this little song come from? And uh, we actually went up on, this, uh, on the platform after that and uh, when he was praying for people, and we sung that out, and it was just really cool. So you can get a spiritual song that God will give you to help you through a time that you are in or to help the body of Christ, help all of us in this room get through a time. Do you believe it? Are you open to that? It's not weird. It's not spooky. It's just normal. The Holy Spirit is normal, right? So, yeah, I think, I think spiritual songs come kind of come forth when there's a need for them. I just, I don't, the Holy Spirit doesn't give me a, a, like a, a, a this is revelation song to sing every day, but they do come. And also I think a spiritual song comes out of a place of overflow. When you've been spending time with God, when you've been praying like Morgan talked about, and when you've been worshiping, Pastor Jordan had this example. If you were here the other day, he filled up a cup. Everybody's, you know, we stay right there. We stay right at the top. But then the more that you put in, the more it spills out. And that's when I feel like these times come. Okay, point number three, and if you need to take a lap on this, you can. We're talking about worship. Okay, do it when you feel it and do it when you don't. Oh, my goodness. Do it when you feel it and do it when you don't. <laughs> Listen, there's times all the time I, I don't necessarily feel like it, like, yes, can't wait, man, I'm on fire, ready to go. I don't feel like that all the time, you know, but I know that's the right thing. I know that I've been doing this for a little bit now. I've not got it all figured out, but I've been been doing it a little bit now to know not to run to the other things, but to run to this. Do it when you feel it, worship, and do it when you don't. Here's one thing we know about God. Do we know that he's always good? Do you agree? Is he good in your life? So do it when you feel it and do it when you don't. Because we know he's good all the time, we can don't have excuse why we can't worship. You might say, look, I don't feel like worshiping, and I get that. But uh, I keep throwing some references to Pastor Jordan. He, he just taught on this. But what you give yourself to, your desires will follow. I love that because it challenges me because I know sometimes there's things in my life i got to do. I'm like, man, if I just gave myself to it, I know my desires would jump in line with me and go with me. But worship, what you give yourself to, your desires will follow. You know, worship, I, I believe, worship needs to be transparent. Um, it's, it, to me, it's pointless if you go to God like, oh, God, everything's good. Everything's awesome. My cat just died. Everything's good. You, know, you have all these things in your head like, life really sucks. And you're just, oh, yeah, bless God, praise God. Hey, listen, you should do those things. You should have a positive confession. But when you're talking to God, be, be real. Morgan taught yes, uh, last week about prayer is just have a conversation with him. Be real. I don't like it when... Uh, people are acting fake with me. Maybe I, I know because I've prayed and the Lord showed me something about them. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Praise God. Bless God. All right, how you doing? Like, really, how are you doing? Like, not that we need to go around saying, oh, my gosh, my life is so terrible. Everyone listen to me. We don't need to be doing that because <laughs> there's a lot of people that do. Uh, 
<laughs> We're talking about do it when you feel it and do it when you don't. So um, talking about, you know, on, on, on that train of thought. Uh, so some of you know right now my wife is pregnant. Yes. Boy number three, that'll be three in a row. That's what we prayed for. We actually did specifically, and we're excited about it. Uh, I'm definitely excited. I hope she is too. She's outnumbered. <laughs> Sorry, darling, but you are. But uh, hey, before that, though, um, we went through kind of a, a, a little short season that wasn't very fun. You know, at 12 weeks, um, you know, randomly, without any notice, without having any kind of heads up, being completely off guard on a Saturday night, um, middle of the night, you know, she wakes up and uh, <clears throat> she had a miscarriage and, you know, we were not expecting that at all. And it was, uh, you know, late, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, however you want to say it. And, you know, we know we have church coming up and I'm supposed to get up and, you know, lead worship and uh, talking about doing it when you feel like it and doing it when you don't. At that moment, I didn't feel like it. I've chosen it enough to know it was my right answer, but at that moment, I did not feel like it. And I don't mean to cry on you. I'm sorry, but this is the way it is. And um, so, you know, our, our kind of agreement in life is no matter what, we don't miss church. We don't miss church. Uh, my goodness, we, our first two kids after the, uh, she gave birth. We were like at church in like the next four days. So like, we don't miss church. We love church. Uh, we don't feel obligated to be here. We love church. Love get to be here. Love get to serve. But that day we decided we did need to stay home. Let her body do what it needed to do. Um, let everything kind of get back to normal as you know as normal as it could. Uh, and we we took we took a little bit of time off and we um, it was a little bit quiet for a few days. Um, we knew the right thing to do, but it was just a little bit quiet for a few days. But I knew we had church coming up the next Sunday. And we didn't really tell anybody. We told a couple people. We didn't really tell anybody. And I came back to church that next Sunday. And I got up and sang. And only the people that we had told knew what had happened and knew how I might be feeling. No one else knew. I've seen people get up and look terrible, look ticked off, look sad, look depressed, and lead worship. And it just doesn't go good. I uh, don't really see a lot of the Holy Spirit moving at that time. But I've done this enough to know where to run to, where to fix my attention to. And because I've done that enough, I know that God is good. I know he's not out taking babies. He doesn't need babies in heaven. Let's just get over that right away. But I got up here and led worship just like I always would. I'm not saying anything to whatever about me. Just to, just to be an example to you. I got up and led worship just like I always would. And talking about spiritual songs, the Holy Spirit gave me a song that day and I actually sung it and I was able to sing it out. But it was also something I know the body of Christ needed. It just didn't just pertain to my wife and I. I, I said the Holy Spirit will give you a spiritual song when, when we need it, when we need it individually or we need it as a, as a whole. And, that, and, and so... Anyways, we sang that out, and I sang it out with joy. I probably had tears in my eyes, but no one could tell. Be that kind of person. I'm not saying here I am. I'm the best example. If you need to go through a season and you need to mourn, mourn. That's fine. You, you are allowed to do that. That is totally fine. 
but we need to make the decision that, hey, look, I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. I'm going to have a positive confession, and I know that my answer is worship. Listen, a lot of our lives in here are really good, and I'm thankful that they are. I don't want us to go through anything. But we know that while we're here on earth, things will happen, and we will go through things, and they're not fun a lot of the times. You have to learn. You have to choose uh, and when those times come up, you're going to have to say, I know where my answer is, and I know where to fix my attention on. And when you do that, you will win every time. You still might have the emotions. You still might have the feelings. But if you can learn to do that, you will win every single time. Can I get an amen? And because of that, as a result, hey, my wife's pregnant again. We're happy. <laughs> we are thrilled. We're absolutely thrilled about it. Um, and God has healed us of that. Uh, we have we, we drew close to God in that time, and we, we, we always make you know we always try our very best to stay close to God. But we drew even closer to God in that time. Say, Lord, I always need you, but right now I need you more than I normally need you. You know what I mean? When you go through stuff, you feel that, like man, I got to get close to God. So God has healed us of that, and we're moving moving on with life. We got three healthy kids, and we're super excited about it. So you worship when you feel it, and you worship when you don't feel it. Because a lot of times we don't. And this last point I have is just real short. Worship God with passion. No one likes a boring worship service. No one likes, oh, God, I'm just worshiping you here at home. It really sucks. I'm so bored. Wish I could go play Xbox. That kind of rhymed. I didn't even plan that. That's pretty cool. Um, look at that spiritual song the Holy Spirit just gave me. Just kidding. Worship God with passion. It is boring. It is boring to worship God and just like, oh, my gosh, when's this going to end? I got a reservation at Applebee's. <laughs> I make that joke a lot, but, like, I could kind of like Applebee's. Whatever, fight me. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, worship God with passion. He, isn't he worthy of it? Isn't he deserving of, of us to give passionate worship towards him? Okay, and since most people are saying yes, we're going to have a little time of worship. We have another song tonight. And all these things I've talked about tonight, maybe you're like, hey, hey, I'm doing a lot of those. And awesome, if you are, man, keep going. Um, but if you're like, hey, I'm not really doing a lot of those. I do feel distant from God. God said if we draw close to him, he'll draw close to us. So we're going to have a time here in just a minute where we're going to come up and worship. We're going to sing a song that we haven't sang here before. But I think a lot of you probably know it, and it's easy to catch on to. It was something that um, I've been playing over the last couple of weeks, a song that I really like by Hillsong. It's called Touch of Heaven. And um, so we're going to sing that out tonight, and we're going to have a few minutes in worship. We'll go as long as we need to. No one wants to go home, right? Home's boring. There's nothing to do. You have to wash dishes and all that stuff, feed the dog and scoop up poop. No one wants to do that. Come on. Let's stay here at church and have a good time. Do you want to? Are you excited to worship? Do you like worshiping with passion? Do you have passion? Awesome. Hey, let's let's spend a few moments doing that. I'm gonna I'm gonna change roles real quick. I'm gonna go up there, but let hey let's let's do this. When we do this tonight, who cares what anybody thinks about you? Their opinions don't matter. Let's just be honest. Hey, Chad, you can go ahead and uh, flip those lights down. I want you to worship. I want you to lift your hands. I want you to sing out in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I want you to do that tonight. Can you do that? This is a time of practice. It's not just a practice time, but it's a time to get into God's presence. You know, uh, 
a lot of times here at the core, we, you know, we have kind of a set time that we kind of like to follow, but we're going to spend a little bit of time in his presence. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not awkward. I don't care if you haven't been through any major life events in your life. Praise God that you haven't, so you don't have to go through that stuff. But if you have any reason to praise God tonight, I challenge you to do it. Will you do that with me?